And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Smoke and Tobacco Show. I am Matt Tobacco from SmokeandTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Mr. Jonathan M. Carney from La Flor Dominicana and Hacking Gourmet. And tonight, we are joined by the one and only, the infamous, the outlaw of the cigar world, Kevin, Shana Kevin Shahan, also known as Cigar Prop. Kevin, welcome to the show. Well, welcome. Well, welcome to the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios. Sorry, LFD. It's uh, uh <laughs> no one's yeah, but 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 you 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 guys can come down to Texas since you guys aren't aren't are gonna be at PCA. That's what I hear today. That's been uh, everybody's what everybody's been talking about. So uh, welcome guys. It is it's good to good to be on your show. Uh yeah, absolutely. We'll touch we'll we'll touch on the PCA thing because um later on I guess we can talk. Let's talk about that in the news segment. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the news segment. Well, just for the record, I will and Nicole will be at PCA. Um, so it, Kevin, I assume you'll be at the show. No, no, we, we've got too many, uh, too many other things we got going on. We'll be, we're doing all the barn smokers. We're doing the, uh, the Drew Estate, uh, 25th anniversary down in Texas. Um, we've got some other smaller, uh, um, uh, events planned, uh, trying to get down to Nicaragua at least once, if not twice still by the end of the year. And so, uh, we just couldn't fit, uh, fit PCA in. Plus, you know, PCA, they're, they're kind of little bitches about media, you know. God, you know, you got to pay full price and everything else. That's kind of a kind of little bit of a pain in the ass. Well, I mean, you know, you got to pay to play, I guess, you know. Yeah. I, but I, 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 I guess I understand what, you, you know, what you're saying. Um, but, you know, like, you know, John said, we'll get into that a little bit later. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, hey, thanks for coming on, man. Um, it's a, probably going to be a good time. Um, I, I've, I've watched you, you know, a bunch of times. I, I, I know what to expect. Not, <laughs> not, uh, you know, not, nothing, nothing too crazy. It's not like, a, it's not like having our, our, our boy Matt Booth on the show. Oh yeah. Hey, did you see, uh, who he's, uh, who, what show he's going to be on yeah, on Sunday? I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> do those guys know Matt? Do they, do they understand? You know, I, Mirabel, does he, do they know who Matt Booth is? Can <laughs> can you just imagine Jose Blanco, Mirafel, Carlito, um, you know, just, you know, being on there and he starts to do his antics that we love, but they might be yeah. like, what is this? Who got him on here? Seriously, who got him on here? See, I think you might see a little more reserved version of Matt Booth, um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, he'll, he'll be a little unreserved, but you know, I, I don't see the dynamic um, that he generally might have. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be a good show. I'm I definitely not going to miss that one. I'm uh, I'm excited. I saw it today, and I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> this is going to be good. Um, uh, I'm glad we all said the same thing and laughed. Yeah. But, no, I mean, Matt's going to be – I want it to be really awkward. I want it to be I, so awkward. I want it to be so awkward. I want I want, yeah, them, to, I want them to kick him off the show halfway through. You know, just like, and we're having technical difficulties. And then uh... – Well, Oops. You know, it, 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 if for whatever reason, and it, 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 the only thing that could really make it, like, completely fall off the rails, and and this won't happen, but for the sake of shits and giggles, if William Cooper was on the show, that's yeah. it. It, it. That's it. Because once yeah. once he's on there with Coop, it's that's it. It's over. You, you it, it's 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 game on. Game on with uh, when, when Coop's on there. I think uh, he tries his best to just to, just to get Coop going. You know, it's like, 
what 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 questions am I going to ask him? So, but yeah, great great guy, and he'll and I we all know he'll be respectful and oh yeah, he'll try to throw lob a couple their way maybe. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's going to be a fun show to watch. I, I'm I'm very excited for it. Um, you know, I, I I do watch that show. It's a good show. Um, you know. But, you know, we love Matt. So that's going to be a fun one to watch. So I'm really excited for it. But um, so tonight's going to be a little different. You know, we, oftentimes we have a lot of uh, manufacturers, retailers, and et cetera on the show. Um, but we've we've occasionally done some of the, the fellow media people. Uh, you know, Coop's been on the show. Um, you know, I've had, while well, a man of different hats, I've had David Garofalo on from the Cigar Authority, but also yeah. of Two Guys Smoke Shop and you know, all of the history there, but you know, it, it's fun to have some of the other media guys on too. Cause it's kind of like, uh, I like to call it like a sharing notes kind of show kind of just, it's a different vibe. You know, it, it's kind of like, you're not really in the same position of like sitting down with a manufacturer or a rep or whoever, you know, it's a little bit more freestyle and you know, I, I like those shows a lot. You know, I, I think they're a lot more fun. Uh, I know John. I know you've had a lot more fun on some of those um, those shows that we've done. So this is going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. Uh, John, I believe you had said I like to I like to tease, rub the nipple in the beginning of this show when I know what's happening. But you, there is a uh, there is a soap review tonight. I understand. There is. We're going to be doing a sampler, a uh, little sample. We have a one ounce sample from Outlaw Soaps. So we're bringing a little uh -huh. bit of Outlaw back. We'll be doing the Mountain Hideout uh, today, so Mountain Hideout. That will be a soap review. And um, so, yeah, so that should be exciting, so that'll be good. But um, I did get something cool this week before we get into what everybody's smoking here. I'll, I'll tell you guys what I'm smoking after. But yep. um, Alec Rubin from Alec Bradley, uh, who we will be having on the show um, here sometime soon, uh, sent me up a, a little care package, actually. Uh, coincidentally, so Alec and his brother Bradley are – big cigar smokers uh, obviously oh, yeah. you know they have a big cigar brand that their father started and they're involved in but they also smoke a lot of other cigars and one that i've come to enjoy with them has been lfd so they uh alec bought a beer stein uh, from our 20th anniversary five years back just recently and when it came in it was broken so he sent me a text he's like hey just wanted to give you a heads up this is broken i know it's five years old whatnot I said, let me see if I've got a replacement at the factory. So I sent them up a new beer stein, and uh, I had no idea anything was coming my way. But they sent me uh, a baby bump ashtray. And coincidentally, they didn't know that I had a child on the way. Uh, but they found that also fittingly, I have the Alec Bradley baby bump ashtray. Oh, wow. I'm not, I don't know what makes it the baby bump, but I think it's because it's, they probably called the big one the bump. And this is a smaller version of it. So probably. Oh, may, yeah, bump. maybe. Yeah. Yep. And so they sent me that. Uh, they also sent me some fine and rare. And then they sent me this gigantic drug paraphernalia <laughs> lighter here. It takes literally an entire can. I, I've, I've got the little one. Tape. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I got this. So that was kind of cool. So thank you to them. Shout out to the guys at Alec Bradley. Um, I'm not smoking an Alec Bradley tonight. I'm smoking the LFD TAA uh, event exclusive cigar for TAA events that we did about four years ago. So I'm smoking this bad boy tonight. Uh, I am smoking a Perdomo 20th Anniversary Sun-Grown Epicure. Um, and if you head over to twoguyscigars.com, you can find the cigar for $9.99 for a single cigar or $198.99 for the box. 
Um, head over to Two Guys Cigars. That's number two guyscigars.com. Uh, Kevin, what are you smoking with us tonight? Uh, I am smoking the uh, the Drew Estate uh, Nika Rustica tonight. Um, this is a cigar I've had in my humidor for years. Never smoked it. Never understood why I didn't smoke it. I finally tried one a month ago, and I've gone through a box of them already. So an absolute fantastic, dirty, gritty, grimy cigar that's just absolutely fantastic. So I think I think gritty is a really good description of that cigar. Yeah, yeah, it, it is gritty, and and I've always tried to explain the taste you just described, and gritty is it. Yeah, it, it just it just uh, it just works for for some for some cigars. It's the opposite of refined, really. I mean, you know, you have like, well, this cigar is really like refined. It's it's polished. It's smooth. Or you, you know, you go the other way. Well, what's what's the opposite? Gritty. It's yeah. rough. It's gritty. Uh, you know, it's got some. You know, uh, do I go this way? Maybe it's a little unbalanced. Not that. Not saying that one in particular, but you know, when you're, you know, talking, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unbalanced, balanced. You know, but gritty is one that you don't hear a lot of. At least it. To me, I don't hear a lot of gritty, so I I, lo I like that description as well. Um, gritty. That's a nice. That's a nice way to the describe. The smoke productions on it on the Nicaragua is incredible too, which you can tell by looking at, uh, at Kevin's screen here. Yeah, he's it, full it, of smoke. It's kind of it wafts. Um, the, so that's the, a really great smoke production. Yeah, the the only one that smokes more uh, is the nightshade. Uh, you you don't want to smoke the nightshade inside. Um, it's uh it's got some smoke. <laughs> I, I would say a lot of the Drew Estate stuff it produces a lot of smoke and yeah yeah that's what they're known for yeah and and I like that like I love a lot of smoke so to me I think that's great but I agree with you there's been some like even in like the legal line there's been some cigars that I've had indoors um, like in the winter time and we'd smoke in the garage with the door cracked and the heat on now I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to grab one of these tonight. And about like five minutes in this place is already like a fog. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I love the cigar, but this is just too much. And then I have to open the door and let all my heat out. But yeah, I mean, I definitely would say a, a smoky cigar is a more favorite of mine than a cigar that has very little smoke production, but that's just me, Kevin. So, I know that you smoke a lot of Drew Estate. I know you're a Room 101 guy. Um, tell me, what what is what is kind of in your wheelhouse for like a regular cigar? Uh, like what what's your like your top five kind of like every day, or maybe not every day, but your your regular smokes that you go to all the time. You know, it, it's as as someone in the cigar media world, you know, I I don't often get to smoke what I want to smoke. Oh, like it so, so, sometimes it's you know with with it's being advertising or just trying to keep your Instagram fresh so you're always grabbing that next cigar that someone else may not have seen before right so um but yeah um if, if I'm going if I'm pulling something out of the humidor lately um it's um it's either going to be the Nica Rustica or the um the Herrera Esteli the Ooh. um uh, the Brazilian Maduro. Oh, um, or, or I it's love going that to be cigar. A, yeah, or it's going to be a Dunbarton, uh, um, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, the uh, uh, the Sober Mesa El Americano. Um, that's going to be going to some some of my some of my go tos. Are you, you a know, big Are you a big Dunbarton guy? I yeah, I love everything Dunbarton mm. and, uh, and and Steve. You know, Steve's such a great guy, and oh yeah, uh, we we love him over here, and and. He, and Sadly, he loves Jessica more than he loves me, but that's okay. I've <laughs> learned to accept that. It's it's fine. I'm happy with that, being playing second fiddle to her. 
Uh, it's funny, you know. Uh, you know, I, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a huge soccer guy, but he does he does some really good stuff, and I enjoy some of the stuff that he does. Sin Compromiso, I would say, has got to be my favorite cigar that he makes. Uh, the Sober Mesa stuff, I think, is fantastic. And when it comes to the Micaritas, I I found recently actually I enjoy the Tricky Traca more um, more so lately. It's it's a really good cigar, and I, I think that one of the things about Steve that I like is you know he's a little different and everyone likes to be a little different everyone tries to do their own thing and i like how steve's number one he's good with social media so i mean he's he's out yeah. there he's communicating with people he's you know he's in touch with people he's accessible so to speak in so many in you know in some degree um but i just i love his whole like his attitude about like you know when he goes in and he makes cigars and you know and and he he'll go through hundreds of test blends and I've heard him say it too. He'll he'll go through and he'll be like, ah, oh, this is like the 48th take on this cigar, and like it's a cigar that's already out. And he'll be like, but I'm still not happy with it. I'm still yeah. trying to like reblend it, even though it's already out. Um, you know, I I give him a lot of credit for that because, you know, it's a lot of work. You know, it, it's you know to, you know, no matter what it is that you do, you know, to to keep trying to perfect something, it's. You know, you never give up, and you're always putting all your energy into it. That that takes a lot. So, yeah, I know Steve's a cool guy. Uh, you know, we, I don't think we've had him. No, we haven't had him on the show yet. We we would like to have him on the show. That would be a fun episode. But um, so tell me, one of the things about you that I've I've picked up on was is that you've been very successful with YouTube. Now, there's a lot of us in media here. You know, there's you know whether it's strictly podcast, whether it's Facebook Live, um, we 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 do all of it here. Um, but you really have a good presence on YouTube. Now, being that as it may with cigars and tobacco and tobacco being less than favorable with some of these people. And, you know, you hear the rumors and the rumblings about, you know, certain platforms that maybe, you know, try to, you know, attack the cigar and tobacco community. You know, what has been, you know, the biggest key to building such a presence on YouTube with your cigar channel? Um, having a business, you know, um, I, I have a business where I manufacture items, you know, uh, of cigar prop. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people will, you know, someone will ask for a product and be like, Hey, you gotta go see Kevin at cigar prop, you know? So they'll, sometimes if they can't find me, they'll Google cigar prop. Well, that's my YouTube channel name as well. You know, if you understand Google analytics, you know, since Google owns YouTube, you know, if there's a, a keyword search on YouTube, it puts that at the top of the of the search. So someone right. may find cigar prop down below, but they're going to find cigar prop in the, you know, the top of their search bar. You know, then some people are like, hey, you know, I didn't know we had a YouTube. Let me go check out, you know, YouTube, you know, and then and then it's being on all the social media platforms. A lot of guys don't do it. You know, it's uh, you know, we're, we're on Instagram. You know, we, we kill it on Instagram, Jessica and I. Um, let's good thing about having two people, you know, she's got 5,500 followers. I've got 5,499, you know, and then it's being on TikTok. you know, we've got like 24,000 followers on TikTok. So, every, you know, so when you, when you look up and trying to search for Kevin Shahan or cigar prop, I mean, we're pinging all over the place and it's all, you know, Google's always driving it back to, to YouTube, you know, and, um, and then it's making quality content, you know, and that's what it, we've never stuck with cigar reviews. There, there are so many guys out there that, and, and yep. a lot of them are friends of mine, mm -hmm. a lot of them are friends and, and I love them. They just stick to cigar reviews. 
that's it. They don't like veering. They stay in their lane. And we've never done that. We've done unboxings. We've done snack crate unboxings. We've done just everything. Um, cooking with cigar prop. I just you know, the other day, I posted out how to make uh, chewy granola bars. You know, if you want to make something healthy for your family. So, so you can come to my channel and and get just a lot of knowledge, not just about cigars, just about you know everything. So, so I think that's the the, the key to our success is. We've just um, we're, we're we're kind of like Steve Saka. Steve Saka blends cigars only for the for what he likes. Mm. If he doesn't like it, it's not going to get put out. I make content like I'm looking at that content, you know. So that that's what I you know. So I try and make make the content that 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 I like and that I like watching. I uh, I think that's I I think that's great. I agree with you on that one. And and I like how you mentioned how you know you're. You're on all the platforms, which I think is key, and that's one of the things that I've always, you know, and I have always tried, you know, stay on Instagram, Facebook, you know, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook Live, we're on the podcast channels with all of our episodes, you know, and it's trying to get, like, on as many platforms and places as possible because, you know, every platform, you're going to reach someone that you might not reach somewhere else. Yeah. Um, you know, I have Nicole with me as well. Um, she has her own social media uh, that also promotes, you know, the brand and the show and everything that we do. Um, and I like how you brought up the the guys who do, you know, the cigar reviews. And I agree. It's nothing against them. But you're right. There's a lot of guys who they focus a lot on the reviews or if or it's like the reviews and just the show or it's or it's mostly just their website, um, you know, and everyone has to do what works for them. So I'll never knock anyone and be like, well, you know, he doesn't do it for Instagram. That's fine. You know, if, if that doesn't work for someone, then that's, hey, props to him. I mean, like Coop, who I love to death, William Cooper. You know, he's not a real big uh, Instagram guy. You know, we've had the conversation. and yeah. but, but at the same time, you know, he, he his show is, is still successful, and, and he's and he's done really well with his website, and he, he does do reviews. You know, and, and, he's ha and he has something good there. So... It, it, it's just interesting. Uh, it's interesting to see kind of how everyone likes to do it, what works for some people, what maybe works for you, maybe doesn't work for me, and vice versa. It, 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 exactly. And then yeah. people want to, and people want to connect. So, so uh, um, uh, I'll ask both you guys the same question. What, what's Coop's wife's name? Oh, I actually don't know. I feel like he's told me, but I don't remember. Most people know that of who Jessica is. Most people know our son Wyatt. You know, so yep. and, and that's what, you know, I, I try and get out there is we try and promote our family a little bit, you know, because people want to connect when I when I smoke um, an LFD, when I smoke a Dunbarton, I want to connect with that company. I want to remember a cool story. You know, every time I, I, I smoke a, a Dunbarton, I just think of a, one of the hundred stories that, that Steve has told me, you know, when I smoke an FSG, I remember being on the farm and just hanging out with Jeff and it was such a good time. And, um, and then I know his wife, Tanya. So we all want to connect. So a lot of these cigar reviewers and these people that they're just, they're, they're closed off. They don't want to open up their lives to anybody. And I think sometimes that's, that puts, that's it's a little standoffish people, you know, that cause they, they want to connect with somebody. They don't want to just watch, you know, if I, you know, if I'm learning how to do some plumbing, cause I got a, a sink to repair, I don't care about that guy's wife. I don't care about that guy's, you know, his kid's name. But in our industry, you know, the cigars, it's personal. So, so some guys that, you know, that just do the reviews and 
they, they really don't open up and they don't they can't really connect with their viewers. Those are the guys that that struggle to to do good and struggle to, to gain followers and get, you know, get viewers. But at the end of the day, if that's what they want to do and they're having fun, that's fine. There's, there's, a, there's, there's almost wrong. there's almost like a sense of authenticity that needs to come across when you yeah. when you present yourself online and it's something that uh, I know you've done very well with. It's something that I'm getting better with and I know I could be better. Uh, I think a lot of times I, I just kind of get caught up with the rest of my life and I, I forget to either share that and document that with people. Uh, and there's so many times I've done things and I'm like, oh man, you know what? Like I, that would have been great to share with people. I feel like people would have gotten a kick out of that and like the opportunities missed. And, um, but I think you're right though, because people, people want to know, like it's, it's, it's this, it's this natural reaction that people have this, I don't want to use the word fascination, but maybe I do. But like people come on to my show, they watch your show, but they also want to know like, what does this guy do during the day? And then, you know, you, you give them a glimpse of like what you do outside of your show, like when you're at work or when you're at home or like just like shit you're doing with your wife or like something you're just doing that's not Instagram related. And people get intrigued because they're like, oh, what's he doing? And people just like naturally like feel this sense of like, I need to know like, you know, what is Kevin doing like at, you know, two in the afternoon on a Wednesday? What's he doing? And then you go live and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm at my house. Like, fucking around with this whatever and it's not even cigar related but they're like oh what's he doing what is that and people just have it's, it's like reality tv at that point it's just what, what, what is it they always <laughs> want to know you know because there have been times you know you know people have messaged me like I said it'll be on a tuesday afternoon or wednesday afternoon and it'll be like oh hey you know i haven't i haven't checked in with kevin today wonder what wonder what he's doing and if i haven't posted anything like that day or the day prior i'll get a message on instagram or the the, the facebook page or my email like Hey, so like, like, what are you, what are you doing? What do you got going on? I haven't seen anything today. And I, you know, like people like, they just want to know. And it's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, just busy as always, you know, yeah. that's, that, that's it. So, so you try and want to make yourself accessible. So you're not too hoity toity, I guess, you know, you know, you look at, you know, like, like, uh, like Brian, I, I see the tiki torches in the back. So it reminds me of Brian Glenn, you know, he, you know, he, which does a great job, crushes it on YouTube. But he, he seems, you know, we talk, you know, um, uh, inaccessible, like like you couldn't call Brian, you know, if you had a cigar question, but like you could you could call me, you could call Matt, you know, you can call John. John looks like a normal dude, you know, that like you, he would answer your your questions. That's true. Um, and that's I think that's a huge part of it. It's just it's just being accessible. People. <laughs> People just they want to talk to you sometimes, you know, especially you know when they watch you all the time or like they follow you and like they want to they want to talk to you, um, ask you questions. And I, one of the things that I I've always tried to do like whenever anyone like tries to like you know DM me ask me a question like I always try to get to it and answer it and like you know you know be you know respectful and be like hey how's it going like I don't know who you are but like I'm not gonna be like who the who the hell are you I'm just, hey how's yeah. it going hey oh yeah absolutely yeah I can help you with that like oh uh, no I don't know the answer to that but like and I'll you know I'll point you in the direction of someone who does you know and that's that's just that's part of it too it's it's the community aspect of it you know uh, the cigar community is a community just like any other community the car community the you know the the whiskey community, the 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 any kind of sports community, the, whatever it is. You know, it, it's it's a community of people who are all in the same boat together. Um, so I want to experiment tonight's going to be kind of like a. I feel like you'd be a good person to do this with. I'm going to experiment with some fresh new questions. Um, that I want to test out. This is going to be kind of like my <laughs> my test kitchen, so to speak, with some okay. of my, my questions. First, of all, I want to check in with John because John's been a little quiet over there. I just want to see how he's doing. Yeah, I'm doing well. Doing great. 
just vibing. I'm uh, I'm really enjoying this cigar. It's it's beautiful outside, man. It was like 95 degrees up here yesterday oh, in yeah. Maine. So I spent the day in the pool, but it was humid as well. So we just got done with kind of a little heat wave. So it's it's nice to sit out back here and not be you know have to get carted off because uh, sweating. Because I come up to Maine to get away from the Florida situation. So when it yeah. follows me up here, it's a little bit uh, discerning. <laughs> it's been very muggy here because I'm I'm about a couple hours south of of John, just outside of Boston. So the weather is almost pretty much the same. And yeah, the last like three or four days, it's just been like, dude, just shoot me now. And I'm out in the heat all day, so it it definitely it wears down on you. Uh, it, you it, know, it has been sticky and it has been hot. So I would say one one comment on the stuff uh, Kevin was talking about. There's some things I agree with and some things I disagree with, which is great, right? It's good to have dis- different. Oh yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah. So I I, I think. Uh, by the way, I do know Coop's wife's name. I'm not going to say it. I've met her several times. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm actually one of the few. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no. I think the thing that makes you successful, and I, I you know, you mentioned a couple of things that's fascinating. Uh, you know, I think for anyone that's doing this type of thing is you you actually have a business and when there's a business involved there's more sides to it you know and you can branch out and your business yeah. has branched out i think that's why you're having the success you have um with that which is great uh but also at the same time you know i would i'd recommend i think there's a reason why this show does well is this is the same type of you mentioned accessibility you know this is the same types of discussions that I have when I'm in a lounge. This is the same types of discussions that Matt has when he's in a lounge and I'm in every lounge uh, for the most part. Um, So this is very much a, a example of what goes on in a cigar shop. So I think that's, what's really made it successful for us and what's made it, you know, made smoking tobacco successful uh, for Matthew all along is it's always been really about the authentic lounge experience. Um, And, you know, you can say that, Oh, we're going to bring the lounge experience virtually to you. I don't think that happens all the time, but here I think, you know, that that's an angle uh, that's huge. This is not just an interview. This is discussions that happen that when you sit down having a cigar in a shop and if you're interested in the business. Yeah, oh, exactly. And that's what, those are the shows that, that I like. You know, it, it obviously always kind of, you know, cigar centric. But if, if a topic goes this way, you know, like a good host, co-host, we'll just we'll just keep going you know and then some some shows they they you know they'll answer a question they steer it back let's get back to the cigars and then like no let's just let's just keep winding down this path see where this path takes us and you know that's what always always makes it nice for you know to watch shows like this kevin let me ask you a question because i know you've done unboxings and and whatnot you make your own products um, so you're, you're experienced in manufacturing and making and selling and, you know, all that of your own products and you've reviewed other people's products in your opinion. And John, feel free to chime in on this too, but I want Kevin to go first. What is the most useless product that is available <laughs> on the market today? It could be anything. For, I mean, I mean, it doesn't have to be cigars. It could be anything, oh. any, anything at all. What do you think is the most useless thing? I can think, I can think of a handful of cigars, right? Yeah, yeah, for, for for the cigar industry, there there's okay. So so I I, uh, I I don't even know if I have them. I let me see if I I do. I have them right here. Hold on. So this was a um, and I I, I I don't know where these come out of. I think South Africa, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so um, I don't know if you can see it. It's so so what this looks like. It's it's a button. So so just imagine a button. It's got, it looks okay. just like a button. Got three holes where you would sew 
you know, the, the thread and you put them on your shorts and then little holes around it. And it's got a barb on the end, like, like just a, like a little tail, almost like an arrow, like an arrowhead. Okay. So, so what, what you do is you put it in the end of your cigar and then you smoke it. And then those holes funnel the smoke somehow and vortex it inside your mouth and it changes the flavor of the cigar and it makes for an enjoyable experience but technically you throw each one away every time and then you grab another one um it is horribly ridiculous um i've got different sizes they sent me and um it's just it's ridiculous it's i I don't even know it goes in the top and the cap. You put it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you cut it. So you straight cut it. So you do cut you it. Jam, and, then, and then you jam it in. And, and then it just it's just, sits a, there. It's, just a, it's a it's a wooden button. It looks just like a button, like you'd sew on your shirt. That and is. It, I've never seen it. Before. Yeah. That's incredibly useless. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> you know yeah. What it reminds me of. It reminds me of like a wine aerator that you would put in the wine bottle, but that actually serves the purpose of like yeah. opening up the wine. But you don't need to open up like the smoke in your mouth like on your palate like it's already there yeah 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 Ho- horrible horrible idea and, we're, and, and, we're, and, and yeah and if everybody if anybody really wants to look it up um the, the name of the company is cigar lab you know so c-i-j c-i-g-a-r-l-a-b um it's just um it's just a weird um i i found them on uh, or they re- they found me on uh, on instagram that's interesting. I yeah, so yeah, cigar laboratory on Instagram. Hmm. So um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, you, you can you can find them there, and it's cigar laboratory. I'm actually looking at it right now. Okay. <laughs> that's very. I'll have to look at it later, but that's very interesting. I I, wow, I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm gonna definitely have to look into that later. I might I might have to review that product. I just might have to. Uh, John, John. Would you have an answer to this question? I'll, I'll let you fire in on this. I mean, Kev, Kevin just raised the bar. I mean, this, yeah. seems pretty, this seems pretty ridiculous. I'm not trying to talk. I mean, it's cool. It looks kind of cool, I guess, but I, I think it's just unnecessary, it's right? It just, it's more um, it's more gimmicky than it is functional. I'll be honest. You want you want some straight transparency? I think one of the oh man, this is going to tick some people off. I think one of the most obnoxious products for me over the years that I've used is any Zycar lighter. Um, explain explain do you want me to get my piles of them yeah i've never never used i use mostly you know the jeeps and bix just because i can fly with them and stuff and obviously this now but um i like their products i think they look great i think they um appear that they would function well but i've never had one that's functioned right and i've asked them before i was like you know i've asked some of their salespeople and people that run their business you know, and people that, that used to own it, I'd ask them before, you know, are you guys aware that I, out of every lighter I use, like 10 out of 10 of them ends up breaking? And they're like, well, yeah, we have a lifetime warranty. I'm like, I don't care about a lifetime warranty. I just want the damn thing to work. And there's a long story about it and whatnot. And for me, I've just, that for me has always been the most obnoxious thing in the business. And I, I don't know if that's changed. I don't really use them anymore personally. Um, I don't have anything negative to say. I mean, I guess that's pretty negative. But that, for me, is the most obnoxious accessory and item in the cigar businesses. Anytime I've bought one, been given one, it just 
doesn't work. Um, yeah, you know, since, since quality bought them out, you know, uh, uh, they, they have taken the quality out of Zycar when it was just like, I think the two brothers um, that started the company, if I, if I remember right, they, they were they were fantastic products. And, you know, now it's just. But, but even then, even then I, I don't know, like I'd run into people that were sales rep. Them. Every sales rep had a car full of broken lighters. Like, yeah, I don't have plug cigars <laughs> you know, it seems counterproductive and i know it's a mechanism and things like that but it just seemed every time i used it it drove me nuts and i had it had issues with it so that's full transparency that for me is the most i wouldn't say useless but most obnoxious thing that i've used in the cigar business and, and you wonder why they haven't taken like a jeep you know or an inexpensive lighter and just put because zycar are like their 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 aesthetics Hands down, the most beautiful, some of the most beautiful lighters out there. Why don't why don't they pair up with someone that makes a five dollar lighter and just throw an inexpensive insert, you know, use that whatever mechanism they're using that lasts forever, put it into something cool. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. All that shows to me, all that shows to me though, is because this went on for for a long time. Like you know, I've been in the business now for ten years. So this for ten years, I've had that issue. All that shows me is they must just be making an absolute killing on those lighters. I mean, oh, the profit yeah. margin got to be out of control. It I've was just always, like, oh, we'll just yeah. give you a new one. Yep. Oh, I've always wondered. And they don't even do that anymore. They, um, uh, they, they'll re repair it and then send it back. You know, um, I, I had this one, their Zycar Tactical. Loved it. Hand, I mean, it worked all the time for like a solid year. I loved it. I raved about it. It stopped working. I bled it. I, I put it in a nice box. I sent it back. They sent me the exact same one back. All they did was drop it in a bubble mailer. Didn't even protect it. No nothing. They dropped it in a bubble mailer and threw it in the mail. And that's how I got it back. Beat, beat the hell. Oh, they let my dog out. Yeah. Zykar. You know, I've had I've had some good success with their cutters, but I, I, I can't tell you... I think I went through like five of their lighters before I just was like, okay, moving on. Yeah, um, I mean, a, a cutter. What 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 are the moving parts? As long as you have a good blade, mm. you know that, that that that's it. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I would agree with that. The Zycar. Hey, John, we've had this conversation about about lighters, and it's like, how come no one just makes a good, reliable lighter? Well, and... we, we have had this discussion. <laughs> I brought it up on the show before. And I can't remember who he had on the show, but I think I it might have been somebody that had something to do with accessories. And I was like, why does why don't you guys just make something that works? Um, you know, and I, the one the best one for me has been that Vertigo, um, the one with like the little tank below. That seems to work the most consistently for me. But that's another reason people ask, like, oh, you just use a Bic lighter, or you just use a Jeep. And I'm like, I'm tired. I light five or six cigars a day. At the end of the day, I'm tired of them not working. So. Yeah, I use a Bic and I use a Jeep because I can fly with it. And guess what? It works all the time. And when I lose it, I'm not upset. It's yeah, a... you know, and, and they do make ones that work. This is the Tatuaje Bride by Ellie Blue. It's about $400. Yeah. And it works every time. It's absolutely flawless. Mm -hmm. And then when I fly, um, I take a Bic, but I also take this uh, this Soto. Um, so what this does is it comes apart. It's got a refillable Bic uh, a cr or a Cricket in it. So it turns it into a torch. So I've seen that. That's an excellent. That's an excellent one. And you know, there's another lighter out there. I can't remember who makes it, but it has the little cartridges that you put in the CO2, yeah. uh, not the CO2, Bugatti. The butane cartridges. Yeah, Bugatti. Yeah, that one's, that's actually an excellent lighter. I yeah. actually, I had a couple of those, and I just, I, I had a lot of issues with them, and I ended up giving up 
on them. Uh, you're, you're, you're not the first person to say that. They yeah. Have a, lot, a lot of issues with the Bugattis. And one Interesting. Of, one of the retailers around here, I remember, I think it was after the last trade show, it was the last PCA, not last year because it didn't happen, but 2019. And he came back and he had these lighters. I won't say who it is, but he had all these lighters. And he was like, oh, he's like, Chuck, we're bringing these in. These are badass. And I was like, ooh, I'm like, I want one of those. This is cool. And it was the one with the the the, the two um, the two jets flip out, and yeah. uh, it had the tank in the bottom. I was like, oh, I need one of those. That was sick. And I got one, and in the first week, it just was junk. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it needed a new like it has a replacement head on it, and I had to yeah. repla- I had to replace that the first week. I'm like, maybe it's a fluke. And then after that, I was having gas leakage, and then it was one one was burning, and the other one was just kind of like half ass there, and I'm like. What's going on here? And, and they replaced it twice. And I said, you know what? Um, I just can. Can I just? Can you credit me into a, a, a different lighter? And I ended up just going with the Dupont Maxi Jet um, because I was like, I just, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. Um, it, it, it's a cool lighter. I loved it. I just wish it didn't wear down as much as it did. I just, it, I, I couldn't. I mean, I gave it so many chances. I was like, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a cool lighter. I want to love it, but it just doesn't, it doesn't work. So what's the point? You know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So, um, you know, but yeah, I mean, that's, I guess that's our spiel on lighters. So Kevin, I have another question for you. Another random. I, got a good sto- I got a funny story. I do have a funny story. Okay. Yeah. All right. About letters. So I was sitting with Zycar and some other customers at the TAA probably four years ago. And this was prior, this was before they sold the quality. So that would have been like four years ago. And I'm sitting there with a retailer and the, the, the representative from uh, slash owner from Zycar said to the, the retailer, Hey, you haven't ordered any lighters yet. And I, at this time I'd had a few drinks. We're sitting there at dinner and the guy's <laughs> like, Oh yeah, I haven't had a chance to come by yet. And this and that. And um, I, so I said to them, I said, actually just waiting for your salesperson to come by and pick up all the damaged ones and replace those prior to them placing an order for your new products this year. They were pissed at the situation. And I would, they looked at me, they're like, oh, oh. I go, that's when I brought up. I was like, but seriously, I'm like, why do they break all the time? And they didn't really have an answer for me. So I was a little bit taken back at that. But I brought it up at a dinner right in front of them, and, they, and nobody had an answer. So you know what? To each their own. If it sucks, you deserve it. <laughs> so <Yeah. fine. laughs> oh, Jesus. However, they're cutters. Cutters are excellent. Their cutters are yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Their cutters are fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm looking at I don't fifty of them. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, so Kevin, what would you say is your most unusual talent? Maybe people don't even know this, but what is your most unusual talent that you you have? Um, well, up, up until recently, I kind of kept it a secret, but some people kind of found my other YouTube channel that I, that I started years ago. Um, I knit. Um, I, I didn't make, even I, know that. I make, I make scarves. Um, yeah, I, I, I knit. Um, at, at one time, um, this is probably going back, God, easily 15 years ago. Like, like, what, like, like what I would be now in the cigar industry, I was in the knitting community, you know, like... Like I was kind of like the guy. You can know? you like, can you just picture Kevin? Like look at the, the way he. Not that you are a bad looking dude, but like look at him, right? And I just picture him in a knitting circle with some, some old women being like, "Man, yeah. you guys shoot this new yarn yet? Oh, it's just yeah. the balls, <laughs> yeah. knitting a sweater." So yeah, that was back. I didn't have. I, didn't, I had no beard. <laughs> No facial 
facial hair at all. And, uh, yeah, and, and I, so you can still find some of my knitting videos uh, uh, on online. So yeah, I. Uh, what's I, the coolest? Yeah. What's the coolest thing you've ever knitted? Um, I don't really knit anything cool. I, practical stuff, you know, beanies, which I which I haven't done. But I, I love making scarves. I love coming up with new patterns for scarves. Trying to figure out some some things that that you know. People said can't be done, you know, so I'd try and figure out a new pattern to get it done. But, yeah, I like making, like, ungodly long scarves, um, you know, like like seven, eight feet long, you know, for just <laughs> and, and – we, and we never wear them in Florida. That's crazy. That's so interesting. I'll have to uh, – we'll have to we'll have to talk to you after. I might, I might have you make me my own unique scarf and I can say that you made it for me. That would be cool. That's, that's, like all, that's been on my list lately, like, and I, I meet people who, who do things uh you know like other than cigars or whatever and i'm like oh i'm like yeah i, I might i want you to make me something because yeah. it'll be like my collection of like stuff that people have made from the cigar industry um like even like matt booth i said matt i want you to make me a custom piece of jewelry and he was like consider it done dog so i yeah, have the, yeah I, he, he, yeah he, he's working on something for me now it's, it's uh, uh it's yeah. interesting <laughs> yeah um what would you say has been the Wait a minute, wanna... you got you guys don't get to answer that same question? Oh. Oh. Yeah, look look, I, I got, look at him I got, spinning I got, it around. I, I got I gotta I gotta know this. <laughs> oh boy. Uh John, you go first. Cause I, uh... Uh, I this is somewhat known. I mean most of my non cigar hobbies are out on out on display with my cooking and whatnot. But um I guess my, my hidden talent. Um I'm a very good jump roper and I can still dunk a basketball. Okay, who cares about the, the basketball? You, you're, you're a, 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 no, I'm just joking, but a, a jump roper? What? Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a very good jump roper. I, I, I was, it was one of my fun little workouts I did growing up, yeah. and I'm still pretty decent. I don't do it as much as I used to, but, uh, yeah, if you give me a jump rope, I can go at it. That, that that's pretty awesome. You're a pretty big guy. I imagine like like using like like ship rope, you know. Just uh... well, it's funny because I do have a specific kind of rope that I like. Okay. Uh, I like they have these thicker rubber ones um, that I that I use that I like, and uh, like the real thin ones that, that are like competitive jump roping ones. I'm not very good at those, but the, the heavier the heavier ropes is what the ones that I enjoy. Uh, but I have a very specific style of uh, of rope I enjoy. So I would say mine is going to be the fact that I am very good with trivia. Um, specifically, music and movies, and then specifically with movies, the lines from the movies. Okay. Very, very good at that. People are often surprised how well I can precisely... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Uh, not reenact like uh, just why? Oh man, recant is that the word? No, I don't know. All right, well, here's you go. Let's put this on. Let's put this on display. Let's see. Ooh. What are the dying words of Charles Foster Kane in Citizen Kane? It's Rosebud, isn't it? Nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well done. Well. Okay. All right. You want to talk? All right. All right. You want to? You want to talk the final words? Let's see if you guys know this one. Who said, "The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one"? 
God, I, you know, I, 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 I've heard it, but I, I don't have a, you know, I think everybody, everybody knows that line, but I don't have a clue. Your dad would know. You can Nicole. All right. So, but before I give it away, so Nicole's dad would know. And the reason why is because he's a huge Trekkie because it was said those were the la- those were the dying words of Mr. Spock. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as soon as she said well, it, she also knew. What about Napoleon Dynamite the other day? You guys were going back and forth. So. Oh yeah, me and her dad, like we were talking about Napoleon Dynamite came up at the at the table. I mean, I feel like a lot of people can do that one. That was a pretty hit movie back in the day. But yeah, I mean, we were literally going like on the script from like the yeah. beginning into like ten minutes into the movie. It was hilarious. And then he went upstairs and was watching it, and I was like, "Are you really watching this?" And he was <laughs> like, "Yeah." And then we started going with it with the movie too. Uh, yeah, so that I would say that's my. That's my uh, that's my secret thing. A lot of times I'll 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 pull a I'll pull a quote out of a movie and I'll say it and then everyone looks at me funny and I'm like, really? You don't guys don't remember Fight yeah. Club? Like what the fuck? Like yeah. okay. <laughs> hey, you you nailed you nailed Citizen Kane. I you know so I don't need to prove anything here. But what color pill does Neo take in in the uh, Matrix? Red or blue? <laughs> Come on, man! It's the red pill. Nice. Come on. You take the blue pill. You wake up tomorrow like nothing had ever happened. You take the red pill, and I show you just how far the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, it's I, it's sad he's not in the next one coming up, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, mm. I, I actually I shared a cigar with him in New York City. Did you? Yeah, it was when he was on. The, it was right before he was on the cover of Cigar Aficionado, and he did me a huge solid because I was with some really loud, obnoxious guys from Staten Island. And we were up in the Grand Havana room, and they were all like, "Oh, that looks. Oh, that's a Samuel L. Jackson." They were saying it loud. <laughs> he was an so I went over to him and I said, "Hey, I wanted to give you a cigar. Sorry, you know these are guys that I just happened to be with today. You're not really. I'm not really close to them. I just wanted to, you know, apologize for being loud." So I gave him a factory press, and uh, he looked at me. He goes, "You know what, man?" He goes, "Thank you so much." He's like, "I appreciate that." And um, we talked for a few minutes, and he lit up the cigar. Anyway, he did me such a huge solid. So he walks out, and the guys are like, hey, who was that? I go, it's Lawrence Fishburne, guys. I'm like, get be quiet. So on the way out, he walks by and stops right in front of the group of people that we're sitting with. And he goes, hey, he goes, I want to appreciate you, John. He's like, forgive me that cigar. He's like, it was great to see you again. He's like, the next time you're in town, he goes, make sure we connect up. And he walks off, and they're all like, you knew that guy? He knew, oh you know God. him? It was so great, man. Oh, how so awesome cool. is that? How oh, awesome. It was so cool. So cool. Yeah, that's I, I love stories like that. That's hilarious. But yeah, that's cool. He seems like a kind of dude you'd want to have a cigar with. Yeah. Kevin, if you could have a if you could have a cigar with any celebrity, who would it be? I guess we're here, so might as well ask. God, uh, any 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 celebrity? Is that is that one of those living or dead? Um, uh, but, uh, yeah. I let's. I guess we could do. I. I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, I you know, it's. I, I. I. I'm still. You know. Um. I. I love every time I sit. Honestly, and, and this from the bottom of my heart. Every time I sit down with Steve over at Dunbarton, I mean, he's such a. I mean, for, for me, he's like the biggest celebrity there is, and um, he's so kind and generous, and he's got so many great stories, and his time is so limited. You know, so every time I get a chance to hang out with him. You know, just a just a great cigar. You know, just a great guy. So yeah. I've had a dozen cigars with him, and he'd be the guy that I'd still want to have, you know, another another cigar with. Yeah, I mean, John, you you've you've uh, rubbed elbows with some pretty cool people too. I mean, I know you've 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 hung out with Cam Newton from the New England Patriots, our starting quarterback. 
Oh, have you have you uh, have you been to his lounge in Atlanta? Yeah, several times, several times. Yeah, How is it? Is it is it nice? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's um, it spared no expense. It's it's private club slash uh, you know public at the same time. They got a restaurant there. It's it's a really cool spot to relax and hang out. It's a great vibe, and uh, he's a he's a big supporter of premium cigars publicly. You know, oh, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of celebrities that are big cigar smokers but don't make it as public. And Cam, you know, almost every day he's smoking a cigar on the way, you know, on the way to work or after. And he really promotes the culture. And he started his own cigar show there that was on BET, which was uh, which is pretty cool. So and I think as a cigar smoking celebrity, you know, it's really part of his lifestyle, uh, which is unique. But for me, I would I would love to have a cigar with Michael Jordan. He's another le- he's just a legendary celebrity cigar smoker. I second that. Yeah. Um, you know, I know you feel the same way. And I, I just, I love basketball, so it'd be fun to talk basketball with him um, and, you know, just the game. So I, I would enjoy that as a cigar-smoking celebrity, you know, living. That would, for me, that would be, you know, it'd be nice to sit down with him. Like, I watched the interview with Marvin Shankin and him, and oh, Jordan yeah. sitting down with a cigar. Yeah. It's, like, Jordan was more normal, I think, than Marvin was in that. You know what I mean? Like, he, like I watched Jordan, and I'm like, I want to sit down with Michael and have the conversation Marvin's having him with him right now without a camera because it would be a freaking blast yeah, uh, yeah. you know i you just see him when he had a cigar in his hand he was relaxed and you know just felt normal yeah Guy- charles barkley would be basketball i'd, I'd want to go the other route <laughs> I, uh... yeah he's he's awesome too i i've run into him a couple times oh have you yeah he's one of those guys man that if if you're polite and not rude if like i just when i when i met him I, the first time i just walked up and started talking to him uh, because you know, he was having a conversation about basketball with somebody else in the line getting on an airplane. And we stood there for like five minutes and just, I was like, Hey man, I go, I totally agree with your point on it. He was talking about Alonzo ball and how the way his game is. And so we sat there critiqued. I just walked up and he was like, no problem. He just got involved in the conversation. Uh, so he, he's a pretty, he's a pretty approachable guy. And uh, you know, he manages himself well. So I, I, I would agree with that. I think he's, I think he'd be fun to sit down with and have a cigar with. He's a cigar smoker too, which is great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guys, I wanted to hit our news uh, really quickly um, as I, you know, I watched the, the timing on our show. And our news segment is brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. McAuliffe Cigars, become an ambassador today. Head over to McAuliffeCigars.com and sign up to be an ambassador. You can get your official ambassador coin and you can get your tasting passport from McAuliffe. You smoke all the McAuliffe Cigars and you submit your tasting passport back in and you can be entered into winning some, some pretty cool stuff from McAuliffe. Um, so I guess the elephant in the room here is this is a pretty uh, – appropriate show to do this um it was announced this week uh la flor dominicana i don't know if you guys have heard of them uh they are not exhibiting at pca 2021 and and, um oh john i didn't know you were here i'm sorry Uh, maybe you could uh so so it was less (laughs) of an announcement uh there was really no announcement we're not you know we weren't trying to prove a point by any means like we're not we're not not going to just you know last year you had they, you know, I guess it's been dubbed the big four, you know, yeah. did a big press release and things like, uh, so how this came about as a story was we've been talking actively and I've, I've mentioned it on shows and things before when people have asked, um, that we're, we're not going cause we're focusing our efforts and all of our resources towards getting caught up. Uh, we've been getting our butts kicked, uh, the last year in regards to the demand and product availability. Fortunately, we've had a very good year. Uh, but you know, we had eight salespeople last year and then we were down to two, um, through some transitions that we had during COVID when our factory was closed and 
we still really haven't, we just got back to full capacity this week. Um, and that product really won't, you really won't see that product on shelves for, you know, a month or two at least. Um, so the trade show, I had, we had nothing to display. We had no, we're not doing any new products cause we're staying focused on the current lines and getting caught back up. Um, we, we don't run any trade show specials, uh, because of the demand side on it. So there was really no, uh, agenda behind it and how the story, I'm, I'm surprised the story happened because, uh, the, the you know, half, half wheel ran the story, ran a story on it. And there was another list where other people's names were just listed out. So we, you know, yeah. we got one story, we got a story and everybody else got a list. And as I said, there was no agenda. There was no official time frame on it. Um, you know, it was up in the air. If we were going to attend, it would be in a very significantly different capacity. But the main thing is we weren't trying to prove a point, And we also didn't make any type of official announcement. Uh, I was simply asked, are you going to be at the show? And my response was no. Um, and then it turned into a two paragraph, you know, headline. Now, now, did so. you exhibit at TPE? No, we, we don't, oh, okay. we don't participate in the TPE uh, either. Uh, so, you know, we so said for us, you know, we support the industry. We're very big supporters yeah, yeah. and founders of CRA. We support the PCA. Uh, we think there's some things that need to adjust and change. Uh, absolutely. In regards to the show, um, you know, that we obviously we'd like things to continue to get better. We'd like it to cost less and there's things like that. But uh, but no, we weren't making a statement because if trust me, if we were making a statement, I would have made a statement. Um, you know, I would have put out a press release and we would have gone on and made the official thing. But uh, but no, so a story ran on it. And I had people ask questions. And, uh, you know, the real reason behind the decision was we're just focusing on uh, production and putting our resources towards that. And I just hired two new sales managers this week. I have two more starting next month, uh, which would be right around the trade show time. Um, so. It, it was just a challenging year to, to try to commit to something like that. And we had to make a decision of where we were going to put our efforts. And, you know, unfortunately, I think for some people to look at it and saying, Oh, there, you know, LFD is not participating. In this not supporting that. Are we a hundred percent are supporting it? We, we are more than behind the industry and uh, the best way for us to support our retailers and have them be successful is to get them more cigars. And if you take Lido out of the factory for two months, uh, two weeks and take Tony out of the factory for two weeks, take us off the road for two weeks for the PCA show and then focus on specials and new orders. We, we really need to focus on the products that we already have and, and need to maintain uh, our level of production now that we're back at, at full scale. So yeah, there's no statement. There was no point trying to be made. We're not trying to grind anyone gears. Um, what will probably be a PCA next year, I would say it would be highly likely um, unless something crazy happens with that organization. And, you know, I encourage people to go. Uh, go get out go do something go to the show it's going to be fun there's going to be a lot of people there um, it'll be a little bit of a smaller footprint i think in terms of the amount of manufacturers that are there because obviously there's you know a good amount of number that aren't uh, but that's a great time for you to, to hit up some relationships if i was a, a retailer you know this give you an opportunity to spend some more time with some of the brands that are there and, and you know reward them say thank you for being there um, at the same time and uh, you know i think it's a great opportunity and it should be a good year. We just won't be part of it uh, because of the focus that we need to make on our production levels. Now, do, do you think that uh, like maybe moving it out of Vegas would help? You know, um, like it just because it used to be the RTDA, you know, that they would they would move it around, you know, which would nice. You know, it uh, you know, Vegas is expensive. You know, Matt, I don't know what you guys are, are paying to get out there, but Jessica and I looked at it last year before they canceled it. And man, I said, if you want to do like a cool little family vacation, maybe do a five or six day out there, airline, hotel. I mean, you could be five, six grand, you know, Easy. just for, you know, for a couple of people. Then I, I can't, you know, and then I hear these manufacturers like Saka and everybody else, you know, 50, uh -oh. 60, 70, 80 grand, 
you know, to, to go out there yeah. and exhibit and um, maybe I mean, moving it to Orlando or something. I mean, if you think it's expensive for an individual, I mean, you should see what it is on a company level. I mean, it's out of control and we're not even one of the largest, you know, just, you know, we don't have one of the largest booths there. We try to be as, you know, price conscious as possible, but, but still have a great representation. Um, yeah, it's absolutely out of control expensive. It doesn't need to be as expensive as it is. Uh, my big words that have always been is we, we've had, we have a stadium show for an arena crowd, for an arena business. Um, and oh, it's just, yeah, that's, it's that's just, a good, too, it's just yeah. too big. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you go to, you go to the national restaurant association show, which I used to go to growing up, I grew up in the restaurant business. Coca-Cola doesn't have a booth. That's the size of some of the booths <laughs> at the PCA show. And I'll use one as an example. I mean, Drew estate used to put up a bridge, oh. Yeah. You know, that that like how do we how do we get to a part as an association, how did that show get to a point where Drew Estate was comfortable putting up bridges and these these massive these massive things? Now it looks cool, uh, but that's just not a cost effective situation to continue on that way. And then, you know, then they pull out and say, Hey, we're not gonna do this anymore and, and it really changes the way it is. But like I said, I, I have nothing negative to say about the organization. Uh, the only yeah, things yeah. I have negative about the PCA is the show. I think the show uh, needs to be more relevant and to make it more relevant, it needs to be more cost effective. And, um, you know, in the, in the conversation of every year, it seems in the last five years, the attendance has either been flat or decreased. So obviously the argument that Vegas, it needs to be in Vegas. I don't think it has to be. And even if you have a smaller show, say you have a smaller, say there's a smaller attendance, but it's more, quality and then people have less you know have more fun because they spend less um you know on the actual getting down there um you know like the shows are just as successful no matter where they're at for the manufacturers i'll be truly honest they have salespeople. you know i have salespeople, so we make the show successful um so if it's already successful no matter what and we just had our best year ever without a show last year everybody maybe we need to make the show a little bit more affordable for the consumer that's coming down, sorry, for the retailer that's coming down and for the manufacturer. And then you'll have more people involved because the business for the manufacturer is always going to be there. We're always going to find it one way or the other. The, the, the one negative is some of the smaller manufacturers um, that are there, you know, like a guy like Steve, you know, if there's less people at the show and he's trying to open new accounts, why would he, you know, what benefit does he get from being there? Not much if there's less attendance because he needs to see more people. Um, you know, the, the teams and the companies that have, sorry, have teams out on the road, they're going to make the business happen. So let's make this more affordable. Let's pick some other spots. Vegas, I don't think is the solution, um, but we'll see where it goes this year. And uh, hopefully, you know, they have that, they were locked in on Vegas. And I think Vegas was the easiest to do this year, just because of smoking things outside of maybe doing Miami, yeah, uh, yeah. but they had, they already had the, the cogs and the wheel turning for that. So we'll see where it goes. But again, we don't, we're not trying to make a point. There was no, you know, we didn't make some public statement to have a story out there. Uh, Half will decide to run a story on it, and yeah, good for them. And you know, that is what it is. So before we get to our, um, our probably our favorite segment of the show, uh, Kevin, another question for you. Shot out of a cannon. Let's see where you lay on this. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes or no, and why? <laughs> you you've been watching shirtless Mike. Um, uh, he asked Booth that question a couple weeks ago. Yeah, well, you know, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great and and uh, and, uh, and and when I heard that, I'm like, wait, what? You know, uh, no, no, a hot dog. You have to have two slices of bread, top and bottom. Everything's got to fit inside of it. If any part of it, it's like it's like asking if like an open faced, like 
you know, Reuben, you know, open-faced beef sandwich. Is that a sandwich? No, it's an open-faced then again, they do call that an open-faced sandwich. So there goes. See, there goes it gets you thinking. That's the point. Yeah, you just contradicted yourself. Yeah, yeah. I just contradicted myself right there. So uh, no, a hot dog is a, a hot dog is a hot dog. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That was interesting. John, would you say the same, or would you disagree? I, I'm gonna go with Kevin on this. I think it's its own classification. Like yeah. it's a hot, it's a hot dog. Like a hot dog. Maybe it's a variety of sandwich, but you know that might be its genus, but its species is hot dog. Hmm. Yeah. Now, 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 uh, where, where you guys are at, and where you guys grew up, what is what is the uh, um, uh, the condiments on a hot dog? Because because uh, Jessica is like Jersey, so like like you, you you eat like a plain hot dog. Like maybe you put mustard on it, but then if you put anything else on it, she'll murder you. Um, but uh, um, what, what what is your hot dog condiments in your in your regions? Me, it's just. So from- Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you go. Yeah, first. no, I was gonna say, I was gonna say up here in Maine, I think a lot of people just, re- you know, just a plain hot dog with mustard, but that's not what I prefer. I like mustard, relish, ketchup, and onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm but, just... but I do know a lot of places where a hot dog just gets mustard. Yeah, I would say I'm just ketchup and mustard, and then, um, but I know like in Chicago, like Chicago, isn't it just like onions and relish? No, no, Chicago is everything but the hot dog. Um, sometimes you don't even know the hot dogs on there. They, they like the, the, uh, like a full size pickle, um, coleslaw, um, uh, Chicago, they, they put, you know, it's like their ridiculous dumb pizza. Um, they, they don't know how to eat in Chicago. Deep dish um, pizza. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Is so, deep dish yeah. pizza pizza? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying it's not pizza? No. It's pie. Yeah, yeah, it's pie. It's pie. You can, you, can you pick up one and fold it and then eat? No, <laughs> no, that, that's the definition of pizza. If you can reach into a box pull a slice out, fold it in half, and then eat it as you're talking with somebody, waving it about, that's pizza. You don't need a fork to eat it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like I, again, like, I, I think that's like the same thing where it's like the genus may be pizza, but its species is pie. You know, and maybe yeah. those two things are the same thing. But, like, you know, that's the way I look at, like, the Chicago, like Chicago-style deep dish pizza for me is more like a pie than yeah. it is pizza. More like a cobbler. Like a, <laughs> a pizza it, cobbler, it pie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is good. I like it, but I, I, I mean, I, I guess I could see that. I mean, you got Sicilian pizza, you got Greek pizza, you got you know, pan pizza, you got flatbread pizza, you got thin crust pizza, and then you got you know, which yeah. are all kind of similar and the same and can work that way, but then you get the deep dish, and it's like. Yeah, it's heavy. That's a lot to 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 do. It, it is. Um. So, John, do we have a? Uh, are you ready to do your soap review? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it, it so man. So today, here we go. Soap review. We've got the Outlaw Soap Company. Every single Outlaw Soap comes with a little tiny chicken figurine. I don't have the chicken figurine with me, but I have like a hundred of them. But here we go. This is one of their sample sizes. So they send this anytime you get soap. So this doesn't. This isn't officially uh, have all the colors and all the designs to it. Um, but here we go, Outlaw Soap. So this is just a standard color soap. This is their sample. So we'll be, we'll be rating based off of the performance of the soap on the hands. We won't really be looking at the colors of it, the design. Uh, but this is a craft soap. Ooh. Is that, is that a, a, a regional to you? No, this is based out of, um, I believe they're based out of uh, Nevada. Yeah, yeah, Nevada. Yeah, Sparks Nevada, Outlaw Soap. 716 Spice Islands Drive, Sparks, Nevada, Outlaw Soaps. So this is the Outlaw Hideout. Sorry, Mountain Hideout. 
I'll tell you, I've had about six bars of these soaps up in my room here, and uh, they work great as like an air freshener. It's just beautiful. It smells glorious in there. So here we go. Just regular bar soap today. This is their standard samples. Comes with air, so none of those special designs. So here we go. Outlaw Soaps Mountain Hideout. I've got chlorinated water here from the pool today. So we got chlorinated water. This is at about 84 degrees. That's what the pool's up to. As you know, I like to wet my hands here. I like to wet the soap. Here we go. We're going to get some lather going. The one thing I'm going to tell you with this sample soap, the lather is significantly different. And just if anyone is concerned, I did bathe this past week with the Mr. Sorry, the Dr. Squatch uh, Mars Bar. That's the medium grit. It was excellent in the showers. My uh, soap of choice this week in the shower. So not quite as much lather as the Dr. Squatch. Uh, not as many bubbles, but the bubbles are really tiny. So I do enjoy this. It's been a while since I've had an Outlaw soap. I'd say the scent, man, the pre-scent on this one was probably a 6 out of 10 on strength on the hands is probably about a five out of 10. Now that's a good thing. I don't want my hands to smell just like the soap when I'm done with it. I don't want too much fragrance, uh, fragrance, not very greasy. This is essential oils. You can tell craft soaps, not a lot of that glycerin. So here we go. Let's wash off here. I'm trying not to get the computer destroyed. <laughs> I, just, I don't have a towel handy, so I'm gonna have to get some paper towels over here. Um, all right. So the scent's gone off the hands it does feel refreshing um I, I one thing i think that's causing an issue here um with this is with the scent on the hands is i did use chlorine so i'm smelling a lot of chlorine from the water i have here so that was a really good idea at, um, on hindsight uh, it was a bad idea um now so the sorry, review is going to be inaccurate because now it's going to it's it's going to impede on the the scent factor it does feel very clean i do like it um, it's not the strongest scent I've had for them. Fire in the Hole is the one that I've enjoyed the most. So I do like it. it said Outlaw right on the soap, though. So you can tell they put some effort into that. Um, man, I'm going to go 6-1. 6-1 on the Mountain Hideout, 6-1. I do really like their soaps, but the thing that's getting me with the Dr. Squatch is the different grit levels, and um, I'm really enjoying the grittiness from those. So... I still have a few more Outlaw Soaps to try. I am on their uh, members club there, their monthly soap club. Uh, so we'll have some more Outlaw Soaps this summer. But 6-1 on the Mountain Hideout. Uh, but really clean on your hands. This is a bar of soap that I put out uh, for when I had guests coming over. If I didn't want them to use my you know, my higher-end soaps, uh, this would be something nice, special. It would give them a little bit of a treat. So anything over 5 to me is a good soap, Kevin. So That's anything right. over 5 is good. It's usable. Anything below 5 is is trash. So... Yeah, six one mountain hideout outlaw. So, uh, a couple of things. I don't want to dwell on it too much because I don't. Want, I know we're 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 kind of running out of time. Well, no, we have, we we have time, but uh, we got plenty of time. We got worry. we got plenty of time. <laughs> but so, John, a couple of things. Uh, I don't feel like that was an accurate soap review, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I think the chlorine water played a huge role in that for two reasons. One, that chlorine smell, I think, could have hindered the scent of the soap. And number two, because of that chlorine, how do we know that the chlorine in the water didn't have any kind of uh, impact on how clean the soap made your hands? How do we know? Are you trying to say there's urine in my pool? Matt? No, 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 no. No, no I, I, was, I was wondering about the pH of the water because sometimes I say the pH will affect how much it lathers mm. and how, mm -hmm. much, how much soap you get, so you know, versus just a, um, a standard water that may be coming through the faucets, 
versus something that has been chemically altered. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. So I will say there's a couple things here. Uh, the pH level in my pool is pretty perfect because um, we test it every day. The water coming out of my faucet is hard water, and it has a very high iron content because we have a well okay. that has a high okay. salt content to it. Um, so I think we're probably with the water in the pool. The biggest concern we should have is the chlorine. The chlorine is the biggest concern, I think. In terms of the actual water itself, um, you know, the water has been treated. It has its pH level of it's very perfect. So when you get out of that pool, you don't feel itchy. You don't feel anything like that um, on your skin. So I think probably the biggest thing we should be concerned about is the chlorine. And I think that did have an impact on, on I don't think on the scent because it wasn't a very strong scent on the soap anyway. Um, but I think it probably had an impact on the way the lather happened. Uh, because that is going to be a chemical interaction with whatever chemicals are in the soap and whatever was in the water. So I think that chlorine probably did impact the lather. Interesting. But it was a good lather. I liked it. I liked the lather, to be honest. Like, it wasn't very sudsy um, in terms of, like, big bubbles. I don't like big bubbles. I like the little ones because, in my opinion, I don't know if this is true, but the smaller the bubbles, I feel like it's doing more work. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not a soap expert like yourself, so I, I really can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to send you some soap uh, uh, here locally. Um, we, we have a, a, a very, a, a very, very large just mom and pop company, Lola Blue, you know, which makes some fantastic soaps, sends them all over the world. And uh, some of our favorite, favorite soaps and skincare products, you know, come from Lola Blue. So next time I'm over there picking up some uh, the body frosting. I don't know what it is. Jessica just say, hey, when you're over there, pick me up some frosting. I still have never seen her use it. Um, I don't know where it goes. Um, I, I I don't know, but uh, yeah. So I'll have to pick you up some soap. Is that a liquid soap or is it a? Uh, they um uh, they do all bars, you know. So they have uh, you walk into their little you know um uh, their you know their manufacturing facility, and then they have like a small retail up front, and they probably got five hundred different soaps. Wow, interesting. So to give you a heads up, we actually had I actually today had one of our listeners of the show reach out to me uh, via Facebook. Um, I won't give the last name, but I will give his first name here. Um, but this gentleman is a listener and viewer of the show. And of course my Facebook's not popping out right now. Um, but uh, my friend, Daniel, thank you, Daniel. If you're watching, Daniel reached out to me and this was his message. He said, he said, so I picked up an entire bundle of the Dr. Squatch soaps today. Thanks to your videos. He goes, I couldn't decide on one, so I got one of each. This is exactly what I did. He goes, I thought I'd let you know. And I said, awesome. I go, that's how I got started with the soaps. Some are winners. Some are major winners, not real losers. Let me know what you think. So then he messaged me back about probably 30, 40 minutes later. He's like, I'm debating on ordering the limited edition stuff they have. He goes, have no idea if I'll like any of them. Have you had any of these? So he picked up the – I told him to pick up the Area 51 brick that we've used and i told him the mars bar and the moon rock um so he picked up i believe he's picked those those up um and the mars bar was the one that we reviewed uh last week so uh dr squatch you know people are listening and uh enjoying the soap so yeah we'd be happy to try out that soap from florida and uh you know and send some business their way yeah you know um, uh, and i know that it's region or, or limited um a certain times a year but they do beer so they got one that actually made with guinness They've got another one made with Corona, and Ooh. then they have a blue. They have a Blue Moon, which is a, which is a citrus as well. And they actually make the soaps with the beers, and uh, they're they're fantastic. And then they have all the lavender, citrus, whatever you know, all the other 
all the other stuff, but they do carry a, a like a real like a manly line, I guess is what you'd call it. So, hmm. John, you're gonna have to get in on that. I'd be curious to see what you have yeah. to say. Yeah, that sounds. By the way, all those three beers sound a whole lot better than the ones I bought from Duke Cannon that just arrived last week. Uh, the beers infused one I have is uh, infused with Budweiser. But oh. God, that's a uh, oh. I, I can't stand open. You know, when when someone cracks a can mm-hmm. of Budweiser 15 feet from me, I go, "What the hell is that smell?" Mm-hmm. So. Kevin. So yeah, we got Bud Heavy. We got a Bud Heavy review coming up shortly. So there you are. That's the soap. Kevin, I wanted to ask you uh, at least one topic-related question tonight. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't want to fire out of the cannon with it. I wanted to wait and I wanted to do some other fun questions first. But for everyone listening at home or watching at home, what have you, uh, how exactly did cigar prop start? Where did you, at what point did you get into uh, making cigar props and all of that, you know, and, you know, kind of everything else that that followed up to that? Well, you know, I I was, you know, same story I've told before, but I was actually in my garage in um, turning down some bushings on my little metal lathe, you know, because sometimes you need a washer or a bushing that Home Depot doesn't carry. So luckily I have enough equipment and enough knowledge i just make my own so i'm smoking and then uh um, setting the cigar down it's rolling around i finished the project i was working on and i had some extra stock you know in the lathe you know turned it down made kind of a cool little design took it over my drill press chalked up an end mill if anybody knows what that is you know put a little groove in it and then just used it you know and um couple of my friends saw it at the lounge or like, Oh, Hey, that's pretty cool. Can, you know, can you make me one? So I made a couple for the guys at the lounge and, um, I was dating Jess. We had just started dating at the time and, uh, she saw it and she's like, you know, you, you should probably sell these. And I'm like, ah, hey, you know, just, you know, I'm really, I, cause I also own a beard company as well. I manufacture beard, leave in beard conditioners for men. And, uh, so that was really the, the big part of my, my business. So I'm like, what the hell? So I just, um, you started selling them, putting them online. There really was nothing available, you know, online. So really started selling them and probably a couple of months go by and I'm like, all right, you know, maybe I'll try like the YouTube thing, you know, doing some cigar reviews. That seems like the thing. And then I can push people to buy my product and really just started doing cigar reviews and um, the business took off. And, you, you know, and as John will tell you, like I said, you know, your, your best salespeople, are the people online are in the Facebook groups, you know, when someone says, you know, Hey, you know, I haven't, you know, I'm looking at LFD, you know, on a cigar, you know, which one should I try? And everybody chimes in, Oh, we love LFD. You should try this one. You should try this one. And people go out and buy that, that cigar. Same thing happened for me. Someone's like, Hey, I'm looking for a cigar rest. You know, then after a while, you know, you sell enough and people are like, Oh, Hey, you know, Kevin, Kevin has a company cigar prop, you know, it just, you should go check him out. And, I tried to always be active in the forums, you know, um, for there's been a lot of cigar accessory people that have come and gone because, and you guys have seen them in the, in the forums in these, in these groups, they come in, they promote their product and that's it. They don't post, they don't interact. They just, Hey, this is my new product for the day. My ashtray, buy it. And then that's it. So I I dedicated myself to a year, um, of not pushing my product at all. I was just in the groups, you know, smoking a cigar, you know, Hey, check this out. And then answering questions, people like, hey, I, you know, 
what about this cigar? I'd be like, hey, you know, I smoked it. I liked it. You know, I've done a review on it, if that'll help you. And and then someone would say, hey, you know, I'm looking for a cigar rest. I'd be like, you know, hey, you know, I, I make cigar rest, you know, so you should check out my website. I was never out there, you know, whoring myself out, you know, just pushing my product. And, and that just slowly morphed into... Well, I, I don't even, sometimes I don't even know. I don't even know how the hell I'm sitting here today sometimes. It's just like, I, I remember sitting down with Drew Estate at a barn smoker and like talking about, you know, maybe doing a show and they wanted to be involved in it. And then, you know, talking with Jeff at Corona and, you know, he wanted to be involved in it. And it just, and it just exploded, you know, just out, out of the blue. And um, I, I'm one of the lucky few, I guess. I, I, I guess just being in the right place at the right time. But it really all started with me in my garage, you know, just my cigar rolling around on the, uh, the damn workbench, annoying me. That, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you've, uh, you've definitely, you've come a long way, you know, as you know, I, I followed you for a long time and, uh, you know, I would say that, uh, I, I, uh, I think there's a few people who, uh, I mean, maybe I'll just ask you this question instead. Would you say, uh, or maybe what would you say, is the most misunderstood thing about you? Um, I, I don't, I don't think that there is. A lot of people say I'm an asshole. I don't know if we can cuss on the show. <laughs> you can, um, you can. Of, lot, okay, a lot of people <laughs> think that I'm an asshole, and I kind of am. Um, so that's okay. Some people will, some people will say, you know, oh, that's Kevin. He's a, he's a great guy. No, those are the people that miss. I am I'm kind of a jerk um, sometimes. It's a, uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's um, when you're when you're confident, when you when you when you do good, when you have a good business, a good company, a good work ethic. You know, um, um, you can be a little cocky, I guess. But um, I, you know, I, I don't think I'm mis misunderstood. You know, but um, I, I think most people get me. Um, there are people out there that don't like me. You know. Um, um, in the, in the cigar media side, you know, and I've had this discussion kind of with some other people. Um, there are people that, that, that think I shouldn't be in the cigar media. They, they don't think someone like myself um, is qualified to be um, in the upper echelon of uh, giving advice um, to people in the, in the cigar industry. And that, and that hurts a little bit, you know, when, uh, when I hear that and then, um, or when they actually say it live on an air and I screenshot it and I save it in my computer, just to let everybody know that. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> and cry yourself to sleep at night. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and I hang on to that because, you know, in, in a couple of years, you know, I'll be like, ha ha, you know, look, look, <laughs> look at, look at me now. But, um, that's like what Tom Brady yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As he's shown his rings, like, yeah, I don't know what to do. You remember All when of... you guys laughed at me and you said I couldn't <laughs> yeah, run? I <laughs> Look yeah, at me. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. You know, he's going to so... have, have 10 cigar prop holders in his hand. Yeah. Oh, look at me now. It, it, exactly. So yes, yeah, so I don't, I don't think I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm generous, uh, um, uh, with, with my time, uh, you know, I, I help out so many cigar review channels. Um, cause, cause I remember being, uh, uh, starting out, there wasn't as many cigar review channels as there, as there are now. And I had nobody to, to, to look out to or reach out to like, and it was scary. I had all these questions and there was nobody to, to, to help me. And I had to learn and, and make my way and I, you know, I had to 
pay for these online classes for you know SEO and you know classes on le learning hashtags and everything else and um, so I, I definitely love giving that that knowledge out. So those those are the people that that know the real Kevin and they know that I'm really not a not a jerk, you know. And um, I, I I think I belong in this industry. Um, I I don't I don't know. I've carved out my own little niche, and uh, and I like it over here. You know, teach teach their own. You know, I mean, if you if you're dedicated to it and you, and you love it and you and you're you know you're always putting everything you got into it. We can go anywhere, you know. Doesn't really matter what anyone else tells you, you know. Uh, I think I think we've all been there at, at some point or another, you know. Um, but you know, you just you just keep rolling with it. So you know, you 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 know what, Kevin? You just you do you. That's it. That, 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 that's it, you know. And, just and, do and you. Yeah, and, and the people that 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 tell me that that I don't know what I'm doing, you know, I I always turn off to the side and I show my my smoke in championship belt from uh from the battle of the bands and uh you know went up against the uh. The, the best of the best in the cigar world and, you know, crushed it. So I, I, I you know, I think that, that, that stands for something. There are sometimes I'm sitting at my, my computer and, you know, and, and, and sometimes I, I second guess myself and I look over and I see that belt and I'm like, you know, that's, yeah, it's, you know, that's it's a good deal. Thing. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a big deal. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually a pretty good guy. <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's it. I'm, I'm I'm all right, you know. I got, I got I got my good days and my bad days. Luckily, Jessica keeps me. She keeps me in check. Having a good woman by your side, you know, um, uh, that that helps. I would say the same thing about smoking Nicole. She definitely keeps yeah. me, keeps me in check. So it, it's important to have, you know. It, uh, it you, you need them, you know. They can be difficult sometimes, but you know they that's that's why they're here, you know. That's why they're here, and uh, I'm sure John could agree with me. Um, you know. You got Allie by your side now. Uh, can I say that? Can I say her name? Yeah, she's a lady. She's a lady friend. The lady okay. friend. Sorry. Yeah, a lady friend. Lady, he has a lady friend by he has his a, side. He's a lady friend. Um, you know who who keeps him in check, uh, which is good. We all need that. Uh, guys, we got to hit our sports segment really quickly, and then we're gonna wrap up our show. Our sports segment is brought to you by Nova Cigar. Hashtag make Nova big. If you head over to NovaCigars.com and you can use uh, our discount code SMKTAB15 to save 15% off of your order at NovaCigar.com. Um, <clears throat> John. So I would say first we'll, we'll hit this out of the way. We'll get we'll kind of quick on this one. Uh, Bruins in the playoffs. Uh, hasn't gone so well the last tight. couple of games. They're on again tonight. Uh, at the risk of elimination, after a, a horrible game five in the Garden, uh, Bruce Cassidy has been fined, I think it was $25,000, for his comments against the referees in that last game. And I think it was specifically due to the fact that he used the, the phrase uh, the New York Saints uh, for the fact that he, he felt that the penalties were all on Boston and, and not on New York, who scored... I want to say it was on three power plays, and I think they were consecutive too. Uh, three power plays. Tuka Rask was pulled out of the net in the last game. Um, and the Bruins ended up losing that game. I, I think it was 5-4. So now uh, New York leads the series 3-2. to two. So, you know, it, it's all in for the Bruins right now. I actually, I think the game has already started, and I haven't even. It is. It's tied 1-1 one, one, one at the end of the first. It is 1-1 one, one at the end of the first. All right. So, I mean, Bruins, you know, they, they, get, they get some work to do. They got to force a game seven, and they got to win two in a row to, to get out of this one alive. Um, 
it can it can be done, but uh, you know, it's 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 been a rough series so far. It started out pretty good, but you know, the middle of that series, I, I'm seeing a lot of what I saw out of their series with the St. Louis Blues in the finals a few years ago. It, they kind of started pretty good, and then I think you know St. Louis had figured them out, and they found their weaknesses, and they just attacked them, and then just they went right in for it and, and, and took that whole series right over from them. Uh, Celtics are out of the playoffs now after losing to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, yeah, there was some, there's some big stuff going on in the NBA. Uh, they just named their MVP, Nikola Jokic uh, from uh, Denver, was named the MVP. Um, he's the he's like I think he was picked like the 41st pick in the draft, so he's a second round draft pick when he came to the league. I believe it was seven years ago. So uh, he's one of the lowest draft picks since like the early '60s uh, to win the MVP. And my team, my pick that I've been rooting for, the Suns. They're playing Denver tonight at 9:30. The Suns beat the Lakers uh, last uh, last week and eliminated them, which was awesome. The Suns are really fun to watch. Uh, so if you like basketball and you're doing the basketball thing, there's a great game on tonight at 9:30. Uh, but I'm rooting for the Suns um, for the championship this year. So without going too deep into the conversation, um, the story in the in terms of football. There is a a saga that has continued to unfold week after week in Green Bay. Uh, what's at this point? What is your stance on the situation between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? I, I think he's going to end up playing there. Uh, to be honest, I I think he's going to end up playing there. I think they're going to make some concessions. I don't see him getting traded anywhere. OTAs and things are going on right now. Team workouts and. We're not too far away from preseason starting. Right. So I think he's going to end up playing in Green Bay. He's just being a whiny baby, and uh, he'll get over it. But um, the biggest thing in football this week was Julio Jones signing with the Tennessee Titans, Yeah, which uh, which is huge. So now they have uh, two of the top ten receivers, in my opinion, in the league on their team, the best running back in the league, and they got a quarterback in Tannehill who's been playing great, and then Mike Rabel's a fantastic coach. I think Tennessee – um, might become, you know, one of the one of the top five favorites for the Super Bowl now with the addition of uh, of Julio, which was too bad that he didn't come to New England. Uh, that's fine, but uh, I, they got him. They got him on a pretty good deal. They gave up some draft picks, but there was nothing crazy. Um, and giving up draft picks for a, for an actual solid, proven player of his caliber is huge. So Titans are going to be something to watch this year. One last question on sports uh, before we move on. I want to get your take on this. Do you think that it's time for Atlanta to think about moving on from Matt Ryan? I felt like it was time several years ago. Um, ever since the Patriots, uh, you know, ripped their hearts out as a franchise um, with with that beatdown in the second half of the Super Bowl, they haven't been the same team. And I think it was probably time for them to move on from Matt Ryan about two seasons ago. And I think they they will have to. Um, so I'll be shocked if they don't go the next go to the next level. That team's got to be they got to get rid of everybody that was part of that because the the mentality of that franchise, I mean, was destroyed. Uh, you know, their identity is they're now identified as a team that just can't win, um, and they they know they can't win too at the same time. So I think it's time to move on. They got to get everybody who was part of that uh, on that team out of there and, and move on. Yes. Hmm. Interesting take. Well, that's our sports segment for the week. I uh, wanted to keep it kind of quick and light. Uh, but, you know, as we wrap up the show, um, it, it's been a fun one. I uh, tried to keep it tried to keep it real. Some fresh questions, some weird questions. Like I said, we're testing some new stuff out. 
uh, as we ever evolve over here at Smoke and Tobacco. Kevin, I want to thank you again for coming on the show and hanging out with us. You're, oh, you're, you're welcome. I had a blast. You're, you're, you're a busy guy, you know, so we, we appreciate you taking the time out. Um, you know, anything that you want to say or promote, whatever it is, um, before we close up the show, uh, the floor is yours. Um, anything you want to say? Um, I, I definitely want to appreciate you you guys for having me on. It's been a blast. I, lo- I love doing these. It's so much easier on my end when I'm sitting over here, you know, <laughs> just, just answering questions. I know what it's like running a show, you know, you know, spending hours each week, you know, preparing questions, researching your guests. So it's uh, it, it's definitely it's definitely tough. But, yeah, no, I don't have anything new going on right now, um, uh, starting in maybe – um i don't know what month is this so so july so starting in maybe at the end of july there's gonna be a lot of cool stuff happening a lot of new products coming out um working on some collaboration blends with some some manufacturers so you're gonna start start seeing those coming out um later this year so it'll be um be super exciting yeah Uh, so yeah it'll it'll be it'll be cool it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a a fun you know you know second half to uh to this year now you got any um I know you're a big monster guy. You and I, I think, share a deep love for the uh, for the monster beverage. Specifically, I think, oh, yeah. uh, Monster Rehab. I think we both can yeah. agree is perhaps one of the best, if not the best, monster in the line. Uh, it's, just, it's refreshing. It's delicious. Uh, and it's non-carbonated, especially on a hot day. Or I like it first thing in the morning because it doesn't feel like I'm drinking a soda when I first wake up. But it, it starts yeah. my day. It's great. Um what would you say, last question, what would you say has been the, aside from like the, re, I know you like the rehab a lot, but what would you say has been uh, the, the, the most interesting flavor you've tried from Monster? Because I know you're a big Monster guy. Um, What's like the one the, you've been the, most excited about, I guess? That's you know, um, uh, their, their new strawberry lemonade is really good. I'm, I'm really disappointed that they got rid of the pink lemonade. Yeah, um, they, they they discontinued that the uh, maybe the last half of or the the middle of last year kind of sucks, you know, because it wasn't a real strong monster, so it didn't really overpower the cigars, you know. So some of the other monsters, you really got to be particular about what cigar you're going to p- pair that with, yeah, you know, because it, it'll really overpower a cigar um, uh, pretty quickly. So um, um, I just want to try some of the re- you know they do have some regional rehabs. You know, from what I've heard, that you can only get in certain parts of the of the country, like like in Florida, like the strawberry lemonades everywhere, and then other parts nobody can find it. But then they'll have whatever, like a guava or a mango or something. So, so I, I, I like traveling around and going to cigar lounges and going to gas stations, you know, to try and find <laughs> which which monster rehab that they get that uh, that I can't get. You know, so it's all it's always fun. That's kind of like the orangeade one. Like I don't see it around here. Like in gas station, whatnot, they always have like the, the the regular lemonade. They got the peach tea, and yeah. then they'll have. Uh, I think I feel like there's another one that I just it's eluding me right now. Um, but yeah, I don't see the orange one. But I know I I can get it because I can get it like you know online. Like I I, I buy my buy the cases too because i keep tons of it in the house but i know i can get case of it online so like i have it at home like to drink but like i don't find it out anywhere so that that that's got to be another one of those regional things that it must be popular somewhere else oh so. exactly and, and i keep posting my pictures maybe one day monster will reach out but you know they're 
you know, the whole kid thing, the tobacco thing, they're never going to sponsor me. <laughs> oh, never. yeah, no. Just, just to get some of that billions of dollars, just to get into that company, you know, just on the on a little bit would be awesome. I know, right? We're, we're huge advocates for Monster. So, I mean, we'll, we'll just, hey, you know, we'll do our thing. Uh, we'll just we'll just keep posting on social media. I don't know. We just won't be compensated yeah, for I it. I mean, they have occasionally <laughs> reached out to me. Like I said, uh, some of like the uh, uh, like their like sales reps, you know, like you know, like like every cigar company has, and some will send me T-shirts and stickers, and every now and then I'll get a case from one of those guys. So like they're like they're regional guys that smoke cigars. They know that I you know I drink Monster, so they'll they'll hook me up with some swag every now and then. Yeah, I mean that's good, you know. At least I'm getting something out of it. Yeah, <laughs> John. Uh, anything that you want to promote? Anything you want to say? Yeah. yeah, thank you, Kevin, for coming on the show. We were really looking forward to having you on, and um, we appreciate everything that you do. Continued success with that. But uh, thanks for coming on tonight. This has been great. Um, we do have I do have two gourmet smoke sessions coming up in the next few weeks. So I got some pictures here to show. Uh, we've got our session on june 23rd that's with our friends in west end cigars in little rock arkansas we'll be at their conway location uh, so that'll be live on uh on lfd facebook and hacking gourmet and we'll be live in person from the store um and then we also have our july 4th fireworks extravaganza with our friends with jack schwartz importers out of chicago speaking of chicago pizza they may not have great taste in pizza but they do have great taste in cigars jack schwartz um, that will be on July 4th. We'll be cooking at 3 p.m. with a live show. And then we'll also be doing a live firework extravaganza at 9 p.m. And those will be streaming on LFD and Hacking Gourmet as well. So the gourmet session's coming up in the next couple uh, couple weeks here. It's going to be a fun, uh, fun time celebrating America over the uh, end of the month. It's gonna right be a, on. It's going to be a good time. You've done a really good job with the, with the, uh, the gourmet smoke sessions. So... Just keep rolling with it. I think it's going to be uh, – I've had some of the special releases there. They're pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, just keep on trucking with that. Uh, next week we have Amanda McAuliffe from our friends over at McAuliffe Cigars joining us. And then after that we have on the 23rd we have Eric from Dojo joining us on the show. So we got a couple of fun weeks ahead of us. Um, and then we are we're getting close to PCA. So we haven't really talked much actually about what we're going to do that week. There will be a show. I, I will say that. There will be a show. Uh, Nicole and I will most likely, uh, actually, we will be there. We fly in on the 8th, so we'll be here. So on the 14th, we will be live from Las Vegas because uh, Nicole and I will actually still be there after the, the trade show as well. So we will be live from Las Vegas on the 14th, kind of like a post show. Uh, um, and uh, John won't be there, but you know we, we will all be here and we'll, we'll be live. So... Look forward to that. So that's what we have coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, guys, as always, thanks for watching. Kevin, thank you for joining us, and thanks for hanging out and smoking with us and, you know, keeping it weird. As, uh, as no, like you're to, very like welcome. Like I said, th thank you. I, I had a blast. I, I, I have fun doing these, so thank you so very much. Yeah, you know, we, uh, you know, just another conversation in the lounge, so to speak, as we like to say. Yeah. But, uh, guys, we'll see you next week. Stay tuned for more. <laughs>